what does it take to shift from caregiver for others to caregiver for me? Hi, I'm Maggie. And I'm Dina. And this is the show where we get real and raw about breast cancer, the fear, the love, the changes, the surprising gifts, and the celebrations in it all. At the end of the episode, we will be asking you to share your real and raw insight from this conversation. Are you ready to dive into today's episode? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Heal Inside and Out. And I actually want to bring up a very serious topic that really triggered me. And what that is, is slowing down from the hustle. And at what point do we recognize the need to slow down from the hustle? And what are these triggers that make us realize we need to do that and we need to do it sooner than later? And I know, Maggie, you and I and Marla, we have had plenty of discussions around this, but I truly want to dive into this and really get real and roar about this. Maggie, was there was there something that just said to you, eh, I'm done. I'm getting off this hamster wheel because if I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, well, yes. And to me, I, I think back to multiple things that I, I, when I reflect on, they should have given me that message to, oh, this is it, right? But in the past, I've always just pushed the pause button on the hustle. Mm, interesting. Because I knew I was going to come back to the hustle because the hustle was my mode of, like that was my mode of operation, normal day to day. And I right. call it, I call it my four P's, my always perfecting, performing, proving, and pleasing. So when I think about your question, breast cancer was serious enough to get me to say, okay, I have to now. Now my life is so full. I'm in overdrive. I am hustling through life. And that became my normal, but now I can't anymore. I have to create the space to heal. I have to create the space to navigate all the treatments that I'm facing, all the appointments that I'm facing, all of the things that are the unknowns and the changes. So breast cancer to me, just, it was literally the, okay, this is it. You got to do it. Right. Well, that, that stirs up a lot for me because yes, I did the same thing that the breast cancer made me realize that the hustling that I was doing to keep my life as normal as possible as a caregiver was way too much. And it became very toxic as well. Mm. And 
it was, I was in a position at a job where I was a nursing lab instructor to, to a college that I actually graduated from. And here I am going through this journey, going through treatments. My treatments were a year. I had surgeries in that year. And the environment that I went to every single day, I was waiting for the bomb to drop. Mm. And there were comments, there were remarks, there were, oh, you're all right, just keep going. Mm. You know, and my personality was like, okay, what's wrong with me? Like, I still have to keep going. I'm surviving here. I'm fighting for my life here. And it took that environment to turn around and say, I am done. I needed that. I created that mind shift of being the caregiver for others, but being the caregiver to myself, to me or of me. I love that. And that was a very, it was a hard shift. I, I imagine I learned, you're still shifting. I continue to shift every day because <laughs> as we've said, that healing is ongoing but I want our audience to realize that it doesn't happen overnight either. I was in this position for three years because I could take, I could take, I could take till I explode. And that's not how I wanted to live my life anymore. My cancer taught, taught me not to explode like that. You have to shift the mind and you have to take action if you don't like that situation you're in. And I did, I left. So I love that and congrats, because that is that is like, I, I think huge. And I, when I think about you feeling like you mentioned explode, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I was treating myself horribly and abusing myself, not knowing it, not intentionally, of course, but right. it was like something had to shift me away from that. Yours was a toxic environment and uh, sort of a, a different focus on who matters, them, not you. And mine was that same focus of them, not me, but it was more abusive of the more I can work and churn and hustle and, and, and do instead of be. Right. You know, it's, 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 I look back on it because once again, as you're going through this process, you don't realize some of the things you've said or have done or allowed to be done to you. And what I'm thinking about is my drives, the drive home from work or the drive to work. When I was going to work, it was like, okay, here I am driving and I'm like, oh, I wonder what's gonna be said today. I wonder if they're gonna understand that I, you know, I'm having bowel issues or, you know, stomach issues today. What's gonna be said if I have to leave? And then on the way home, I'd cry and say, oh my God, why did they say that today? You know, wow. don't they get this? 
like this journey is not peaches and cream. It's devastating. It's you're trying to keep everything like I, like I did. I tried to keep everything as normal. So I, I didn't mind going to work. I loved my job. I just didn't like two people. <laughs> well, and it sounds like both of you also had to slow down to get to a point where you saw yourselves as worthy of the care for yourself versus everyone else's care. You were t- excellent caregivers for everyone around you, or you would tolerate putting yourself last over and over again until the straw is broken. And then it's like, wait a minute. You you had to slow down and also be sort of backed into a corner almost to either buy your cancer or buy a toxic environment to get to the point of no more. This is the boundary. I'm drawing the line. I can't do this. Yeah. And what's interesting about it is I know you both well enough to know, (laughs) and I know myself that we are mama bears. We would not tolerate that behavior towards our family or the people we do care for or give our care to our children, our families, our spouses, our friends. But why do we do it to ourselves? Why don't we, why don't we have that same instinct to protect ourselves? And we have to learn it after a crisis or a, wake up moment. That's a brilliant point. When you think of mama bear, like, yes, Dina, even as you were telling your story about work, like my mama bear instincts want to go find your old boss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A couple of my coworkers wanted to, too. Um, But you're absolutely right, Marla. Like, yeah. When, especially my children, Anybody mess with my kids? I was like, Ugh. especially when they started dating. Oh yeah. The joke, the joke in my family is, don't worry about Papa. You don't need to worry about Papa Bear because Mama Bear is going to get you. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be ten times worse. <laughs> but you are absolutely right. Why aren't we like that for ourselves? It's it's something that we don't do, but we can learn to do it. And that's the key here. We can learn to do this. We Yes, because nurturing is something we know how to do. And so, again, it's applying it back inward. When I think of my four Ps and my hustle days, which, again, I'm like you, still navigating mm-hmm. every day. It's mm-hmm. ongoing, right? But when I think about that, I've always been a scanner How's everybody doing? What does everybody need out here? And when I got full circle, I would start over here. I wouldn't come here. And so now this is about how do I make sure I'm coming here and going inside? So how do I turn that, Marla, like you said, that model here back here and trust that if I'm taking care of me, if I'm letting myself slow down from the hustle, I am right. contributing to my healing. Right. And my well-being. And how did both of you kind of get to, how did you first set a boundary? Was it a hard, like Dina, for you, do you feel like that first boundary was really giving notice and walking away from that job? Or did you take some steps prior to that? That's a really good question. 
And when I think back on it, it really was the step to take to leave. And that's what started my true healing and learning more about myself and setting the boundaries that I needed to. It took something that devastating. First of all, the breast cancer was devastating enough as it as it was. And then to add one more devastating environment, toxic environment, however you want to put it, and then say, oh my goodness, what are you doing to yourself? You're supposed to be not so anxious, not so nervous. You're supposed to be relaxing, trying to get through this process. You don't need more stress. And my husband was so supportive. He's like, just quit already. But going back to like what Maggie said with the four P's, it's like, no, 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 I got to go to work. I got to take care of my students. I got to, you know, I'm doing a good job here. I'm, you know, I'm superwoman. Hello. (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) But it actually, I'm glad, believe it or not, I'm glad that it happened because I became stronger. I became more in tune to who Dina is and what I need and what I don't need. Uh, I love what you shared there, Dina, and I'm getting even a bit emotional as I think about your question, Marla, because for me, what set my boundary was like a very, um, like a publicly acceptable excuse to give myself permission. I don't even know how else to say it because I have breast cancer. So of course I have to take care of myself. So now I don't have to explain to anyone why I am doing this self, this selfish act of self care. Like, I mean, that's right. When you asked that question, that's immediately what came to mind. And it was like, Holy shit, that's not good. (laughs) But it is. I mean, that's that's what came to mind. It's like a publicly acceptable reason to take care of myself. You needed something bigger than anything else to validate. It was time to take care of you that you had to have such a big, bold change to come into your life. And unfortunately, that was the breast cancer diagnosis to allow yourself that caregiving for yourself. Yep. It is. It's what you just said was just like, once again, I I love when the light bulbs go off and the fireworks go off and all of that kind of stuff. And it's just. So uh, the words I want to use, it's just so enlightening to hear others feel this way. You know, Mm -hmm. it's once again, we're not alone in this. And I'm sure there are people out there that are listening and can relate to the mama bear that can relate to being in a job. That's just as I'm going through this, this process, I got a job that I just 
I just hate to go to, you know, and, you know, Maggie, you would just, you know, you've talked about going back in it, realizing that you needed to slow down and, and, and stop the hustle and bustle, but you, you went even further with it. It went back to that. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, when do we realize that we need to stop? And that is why it is such an ongoing thing. Because as we all know, too, just in general, we all have our good days and our bad days. Yes. And when we have our rough days, we're not going to be stellar about taking care of ourselves. I can guarantee you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, and I think there's a little bit of thread, too, of truth that is just we accept what we have or think that we have something really good, like a job, like a career, like our hustle things that um, we feel we're really good at that we don't want to. Why would I just walk away from that? Why would I give that up? Why would I? Mm. Who am I to complain unless we have? this validation to say, well, I, I, I need to make a change. Right. Right. Now what came, what came to mind with me when you just said that was why can't I have this job? Why do I need to give a B and C up? No, I don't. I just need to know and learn how to take care of me first as I'm still doing this. Yeah. Like sometimes I wish that I took my situation and said, stop. No, I still want to work here. I love my job and you're not going to treat me like this anymore. But I bet you would now, Dina, if you were put in that position mm-hmm. again. <laughs> That's the point that. I was just going to make. <laughs> and you, you do learn you could have still ended up leaving if they didn't respect your boundaries. Like that's the thing we never know. Right. Right. But right. I, I love how you, I love how you um, recalled that. I mean, just reflecting on that, you would do it differently now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's, and that's what this journey has taught me. And I'm sure whatever Marla you have gone through. And like you said, listening to us talk, you can say, no, I'm not going to be treated like that. Or that's not what I need. This is what I need, you know? So it doesn't take the breast cancer diagnosis or the journey to learn about the hustle and the bustle and when to slow down. Yeah. Or listen to yourself or set those boundaries to care for yourself. Such a shift. Yes. Being a caregiver to yourself. (laughs) Love it. That is how you heal inside and out. Thank you for joining us. We hope you found value in today's episode. And remember to share your real and raw insights with us by going to healinsideandout.com, where you can also find additional information and resources.